One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Idiot Culture. My name is Liam, and I'm here with my co-host, Kevin. How's it going, everyone? Today is our second episode here in the podcast, so we're going to be doing something a little different. We're not going to be doing any introduction stuff, get to know us, whatever. We might do a little more of that in the future. Today, we're going to start off talking about social media. Yeah. I think it's an interesting topic. I have a couple friends who have just deleted social media altogether. I have a couple friends who are on it 24-7. I have some people who use it for the news. I use it just for memes, just laughs, whatever. And uh, as much as I do like it, I understand it takes up a lot of your time in your day. So how, how much time do you think you spend on social media oh, in a day, Kevin? God, um... A lot. I would say at least five hours, six hours. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say not that much for me, but like realistically, it, I spend a lot of time on Instagram. Yeah. Like just thinking like if you're by yourself and you're not watching TV and you're and you're just laying in bed, like like even like YouTube, I count YouTube as kind of like a social media platform. I Yeah, I get like, that. I, I, I guess it's like a streaming kind of service too but I, yeah. I find that more like a social aspect where you get to see like vlogs and everything like that right but like I'll be on Twitter, Instagram TikTok are you on TikTok? I'm not on TikTok but I can watch TikToks okay. for hours <laughs> like I'm talking about like hours I'm judging you a little bit um, well you should judge oh, me Yeah. but uh it, it's, <laughs> but I, I've realized I think I'm going to delete Twitter because all the toxicity on there is just horrible. Yeah, that's another huge issue. Is anyone can say anything, fake accounts, no one knows who you really are, no one yeah. there's no real repercussions mm-hmm. unless, you know, someone blows it up and you become a globally known asshole. Exactly. And it's just everything I see on Twitter is just like hate, 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 hate. There's no positive energy, there's no there's nothing. Yeah. So it, it's it's tough to 
look at that stuff every day and be in a good mood, you know? So, yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah. I totally get that. Instagram is usually something I just, uh, I, I turn it on when my mind is numb and I, I go through like just videos, get a couple laughs, whatever, but yeah. it always starts off like that. But then, you know, all of a sudden I should have been in bed two hours ago mm-hmm. and uh, I just can't turn Instagram off. I, I, I just mm-hmm. keep scrolling as long as I can because it, oh. it's addicting. I know because you see one meme and you're like, oh, yeah, dude, that that's a good one. <laughs> I want to see more, you know. My problem is I always say one more, one more, one more, but the next one's always so good. Yeah. So then you want to keep it going, mm-hmm. and I just keep watching until they get bad, and then I'm like, well, I can't end on a bad yeah. meme, so I just keep going. And yeah, and people who say they're addicted to social media, I get that. Oh yeah. You know, I feel that like you can be extremely addicted to social media um whether it's like looking how many likes you have or um just checking your feed consistently like people are like addicted to their cell phones now right definitely like like, even me like i lost my cell phone at work the other night and i realized and for the next 10 minutes I was so panicked. Like, I, I, I just... It, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so bad. Oh, but, absolutely. I, um, usually I'm fine if I lose my phone, because I'm pretty bad with replying to people anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my thing is, sometimes I, I like these mind-numbing games on it. So I just got one the other day, and all you do is just click the screen here and there. It, it works passively over time. You check up on it here and there, collect your rewards, one yeah. of those stupid things. And today I was at work and I went to the bathroom and I pulled up my phone and I started playing that game and I thought, what is wrong with me? <laughs> it's like, I, I am working right now. And I, yeah. So uh, I might delete that game. I've yeah. put a lot of time into that and I've only had it for a couple of days. Yeah, it's... People get so addicted, you yeah. know? Um, it's tough. Social media could be a great thing, you know? Um, it connects people from all over the world. Um, on different issues, everything, but I feel like some people are just ruining that. Um, a lot of hatred out there, and I think that's what we need to get rid of. Definitely. Um, yeah. It's just all the toxicity and the hatred on Twitter. Yeah, social media is definitely whatever you make of it. Mm-hmm. So you can go out there and you can preach, hey, you can yell at people, complain all the time, whatever, and you can go give uh, life advice, inspirational quotes, get a lot of followers like that. And you can just post selfies, not you know, not really care about what people think. Mm-hmm. So it, I think it depends on how you use it. But I want to ask you, you brought this up a minute ago, uh, counting your likes on Instagram mm-hmm. and everything like that. Instagram took away the like counter a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Did you like that? Do you think it was stupid? Do you miss it? For me, I didn't really care too much about it because, again, you can see your own likes. Um, that's what I was really worried about. I was like, what if I just don't see my own likes, you know? But you can see your own likes. I don't care too much to see other people's likes. Um, uh, if I like the photo, I'll like it. Um, if It could have one like, my like. <laughs> or can have millions of likes. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. How I, about you? I kind of like that you can't tell. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I, I used to judge some meme accounts that I used to follow based off of the likes that they got, right? But at a certain point, just because they're more popular doesn't mean they're better. Everyone has different tastes, whatever. Yeah. So it's nice to see just a meme, and I can just enjoy it without looking at how many people liked it, and then find one that I don't like, and see that even more people like it, and get into the headspace of, what are people doing on here? I don't yeah, like this. Yeah. this. I don't think this is funny. I, I don't understand <laughs> yeah. what like, millions of people do. Mm-hmm. Just some stupid stuff like that. But I think it's also better just for people, mm-hmm. where I, I see friends of mine post on Instagram, and I'm, sometimes it's a little weird if you see they only have a few likes, a couple dozen, whatever, and then mm-hmm. some other people post. They have hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. I just don't like that comparison. So I, I think it's just a lot easier where no one has to worry about that. But you, again, you can still see your own. Mm-hmm. So if that's something that's important to you, you can still count them as they go, check the, your old photos, see how much everything has. But no one else has to worry about that. It's only no. you. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, overall, I think it's the best idea Instagram has, taking away the likes. Um, no one's focused on it anymore, you know? Yeah, definitely. So I have a couple friends that have deleted social media altogether. Like Brian, um, mm-hmm. he doesn't have any. Do you think you'd go without social media? Um, without like any social media, Instagram. No, no Instagram, no Snapchat. Um, YouTube could I, stay. I don't. I don't think I could. Um, and again, I'm not posting a lot on social media yeah rarely post oh me too um but just the content on instagram i don't think i could ever get rid of it no yeah i like it too much (laughs) yeah like twitter i can get rid of yeah facebook have been on there since since i was like nine yeah so um instagram though I, i i don't think i could do it i don't think i could do it no i get that yeah instagram's my big one uh, I'd never had Twitter. I think I tried it for a month and I just wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. I With Snapchat, I only use it for the group chat with all our friends and yeah. a couple other people who like, more or less only have that. And Instagram, I just used to fill my time. But I feel like if I had to, it would just be replaced by some stupid game on my phone. Yeah. So it'd be just equally wasteful. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think I could... But it would get kind of boring. Uh, I feel like we would lose touch a little bit with some of our friends where you have to text everyone individually, which isn't a big deal. But with the group chats, it just makes it a lot easier. And same with like, okay, would you count Snapchat as a social media platform? Oh, of course. Yeah. So that means we'd have to go without Snapchat too. Yeah, which is the problem because then we lose that group chat. Exactly. And like... Without Snapchat, again, Liam has an Android, I have an iPhone, right? Be, because I'm smarter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but we'll talk about that another day. Yeah. Um, again, with if I'm at work and I have no service, I can't reach Liam. Yeah, that's, that's true. it. That's it right there. Um, I have Wi-Fi, so I'll send him a, uh, a message in Snapchat. And then he'll receive it. So I, I feel like Snapchat is actually vital um, for, like, not just social media, but for messaging and everything. Yeah. That I'll give you is, I, I feel like a lot of people in our generation, I think it's so popular with people younger than us, but mm-hmm. at this point, not a lot of people really post on Snapchat. Um, 
So it, it's more just for staying in touch, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, everything on social for, like, um, watching videos or even, like, learning how to do something, you know? Um, a quick how-to tutorial can be on Instagram. It could be a 50-second video. Oh, yeah. But it's super easy, right? I love seeing re- recipes and stuff like that on mm. Instagram. Like, I actually have this other app that a girl from my work showed me called Tasty. Mm-hmm. Not social media, but um, it's a BuzzFeed app. So it has a bunch of recipes, and it shows little videos of people making them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I see a lot of these videos on Instagram still. And I, I think it's really cool just because it's not something I think about very often is finding yeah. new stuff to cook. But when it pops up on Instagram, somewhere you don't expect it, it's a good idea and it might change your routine, inspire you to do something new, try something new, which I think is really neat. Absolutely. So since we're talking about it, Liam, you, you were saying you got into cooking. Yeah, just recently. Yeah. yeah. So far, what has been your best dish you've made? Like... Not just tasting-wise, but yeah. actually making it. What's your favorite dish? Well, I, one thing that I'm noticing getting into it now is simplicity is underrated. Mm-hmm. You don't have to cook something that Gordon Ramsay would cook. You don't have to have 50 ingredients, eight-course meal, whatever. Yeah. I, I made one the other day. It was just um, honey, garlic, pork, broccoli, and rice you know a few seasonings mm-hmm. and a few other stuff like that and it was so good and i loved it um or another day too we just made a chicken parm oh, really simple I, but it looks nice oh, yeah. i love chicken parm oh yeah so good <laughs> oh my god and that's one of those things too where you go to a restaurant and it's usually one of the fancier options oh yeah right? it's it's nice so being able to cook something like that and realizing how simple and how easy it is, there's not a lot stopping you from making that every week or however you, how much you'd like to eat that. And it's a great little hobby to have too, especially when stuff's going on around the world with COVID and everything. People are picking up hobbies left and right, and cooking is one of the best things to do, right? Yeah, it should be. Because instead of eating out and... and not knowing what's going in your body, you know exactly what ingredient, how much to put in, um, and you can make it your, yourself. And, and when I cook too, and I eat it, I kind of enjoy it more. I don't know if that's like oh, with you too. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you're like, yeah, I made this, and this tastes fantastic. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> I always brag about it at work whenever yeah. I bring leftovers, and I'm like, yeah, I cook this myself. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it is really nice, honestly. Yeah. Do you do a lot of cooking yourself, or? Um, I try to. I've been working a lot lately. It's hard um, with a weird schedule uh, like yours, right? Stupid schedule, but yeah. I, I try to. I like to make a lot of chicken product. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just feel like chicken, you can do a lot with. Oh, you definitely. Can make wraps, um, salads uh, on its own. Yeah. Chicken sandwiches. <laughs> oh, you know what's another thing? Um, I don't know if you would want to make it, but you know those Texas toast garlic breads? Uh, yeah. Sort of. Sort of. Enough. Sort of. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> you get these like little garlic breads. Yeah. You toast them on the barbecue. And then you uh, get your chicken, also put it on the barbecue. Okay. Um, and then you just make a little sandwich like that. And you get lettuce, tomato, 
chipotle mayo if you have it which makes yeah. it nice and spicy or sriracha on there too and you put it in there you put some cheese on it you put it back on the barbecue for a couple minutes let the cheese melt oh, yeah. and it's delicious because it's like a garlic bread in between a chicken sandwich and that's another thing that's just so easy to make too right mm-hmm. and it's it's godlike <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about um, this for a while. I haven't had a chance to do it because how often do you have garlic bread at your house? But yeah. um, grilled cheese, but with garlic bread. Oh. I've seen that online here yeah. and there, and I want to try it so bad. <laughs> That's the one thing, too, though. Um, if I'm cooking, oh, I love carbs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll always go get garlic bread, but I'm like, okay, I gotta stop eating garlic bread. You know, like <laughs> it's it's gonna kill me. I know, right? Uh, it, but the carbs are so good. Like, what? Like, not a meal you cooked, but like, I, I mean, it could be. But what's your favorite meal? If you were going to die tomorrow, <laughs> and you had one last meal, what would it be? That's tough. It's a tough uh, one. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of foods that I definitely crave, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'd have to go just really simple again. Uh, maybe like a nice steak sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's always been a favorite. Yeah. What about you? Oh, I'm going to have to say pasta. Oh, yeah? And, and maybe some ch- chicken parm. Chicken parm pasta. I do love chicken parm. With like massive garlic bread and yeah. a Caesar salad on the side too. That's, that's what it is. Um, if... My second option would be pierogies. I Pierog- love pierogies. Yeah. I love pierogies. Especially yeah. homemade pierogies. Oh, they're so good. Oh, so good. So good. That's another thing, too, is I've made a few salads when I've been cooking this stuff. And mm-hmm. um, especially if you just go buy, like, a salad mix with just the different kinds of leaves, whatever, mm-hmm. and then you add your own vegetables at home. Yeah. It's so incredibly easy. And I like salad. I know a lot of people complain about it. It's the healthy option. doesn't fill you, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, you just have it as a starter. And then you eat less your main. Oh. So it's a lot healthier for you. And I, it salad genuinely does taste good, especially when you make it yeah. how you want to eat it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I was at my girlfriend's the other night, and we made a chicken Caesar salad. And I'm nice. like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm, it's not going to fill me. <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, go get something after, you know? Yeah. But... It filled me. I couldn't even have my dessert. Really? <laughs> yeah, I got coconut cream pie, and I couldn't even oh, have it. <laughs> nice. But, like, people think, oh, it's just a salad, rabbit food, you know? Yeah. Like, it's filling if you put the right ingredients in. Croutons, Caesar <laughs> dressing, you get a nice, like, Parmesan on top, yeah. bacon bits. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Yeah, man, me too. Man. Same with, like, the chicken salad, too. You can just put, like, a fat piece of chicken in there, too. Oh, yeah, that's the thing, too. We had barbie... Uh, not barbecue. Buffalo chicken. Oh, I love oh, buffalo, buffalo chicken. Buffalo chicken Caesar salad. It That'd was, be so good. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. So, one thing with my family... Um, all of my grandparents are from Ireland. Like, they were born and raised there, with the exception of one of my grandparents, who her parents were born and raised in Ireland. So my family has been on a strict steak and potatoes diet for, like, three generations at least. Uh, it's to the point where if I order, like, hot peppers or something on pizza, my family won't touch it. So that's just my pizza because nice. that's too spicy for them. Is your family oh, like yeah. that? How are you with spices? I like spicy food. Yeah, okay, good. Um... I didn't start liking spicy food till I was like 
maybe 18. Yeah. Like, I was just like, uh, it ruins it, right? But then I had <laughs> sriracha oh. on my sandwiches at work, mm. and I was, it was, I have never felt such a great sensation <laughs> in my life. I bet, yeah. <laughs> I first started eating spicy foods, I think, at Luke's house. Um, yeah. with the Italian family they love it right and mm-hmm. Luke would just put Frank's red hot stuff on stuff which is really simple and I'd have a couple dots on a burger and it would you know be pretty hot but then you get used to it and you mm-hmm. get you almost get addicted yeah because <laughs> it feels so good you know? yeah yeah it's it's spicy food is really good oh yeah. really good I'd love to cook some of that but no one would eat it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, more for me I guess exactly yeah, whatever. It's something good to teach yourself. Oh, and it, and it's good to like for the future, you know. Um, yeah. Like being able to just I I I want to when I'm older just go into the kitchen, look at what I have, and be like, oh, I can make something with this. Yeah. You know, I don't have to look up a recipe. What do I need? Gotta go to the store. Like, I just want to look in my cupboard. Okay, I have this, that, this, <laughs> that, this. I can make this. You know, yeah, that's, that's the plan. That's the end goal. So, I think um, a big problem is a lot of people our age don't really cook, because mm. and we spend a lot of time on social media and just other stupid stuff, wasting mm. our time, whatever. But I, I feel like at our age, we still think we're young, which we are. Mm-hmm. But one day we'll just move out, be on our own, have to cook, and it'll go from young partying every weekend, wasting hours a day on social media to. Oh my God! I have yeah. to pay my rent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, rents do. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then that's probably just gonna stop, yeah. right? Because yeah. then you, people got to get serious, and you're gonna have to learn to cook for yourself then, right? Yeah, you can't be a child forever. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. I have to do my own laundry and all that. <laughs> Mommy, can you come over and cook for me? Liam, you're 35 years old. Hey. <laughs> Don't predict my future, okay? <laughs> it's one, just one of those things that's important to teach yourself, right? Yeah. And um, well, maybe a lot of people our age have done that because I know some people move away and they live on their own for school. Yeah. And they're only there for eight months in a year for a few years at a time. Mm-hmm. But you still have to cook for yourself, especially on student budgets. You can't afford to go out and eat all the time. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, you have rent, yeah. uh, expenses, you have your cell phone bill, you have, if you have a car, car insurance, like, that adds up. Oh, yeah. Like, and OSAP only gives you so much, right? Yeah. So, that's, it is what it, it gets is. It expensive but... to eat out all the time, right? I know. It adds up. That's one thing that COVID has actually helped me save money with. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to spend so much money eating out, because every time the guys want to hang out we'd go to a restaurant first and then do whatever after so you know 30 bucks for a, a good meal twice a week <laughs> every week yeah it adds up pretty quickly yeah it does absolutely yeah I, i'm pretty lucky that i didn't have to move out for school or at least not yet but so i've still been eating at home and everything yeah. and saving money there but I, i've been doing a lot of online classes yeah. with that too and i think i'll be doing online classes when i go back in january with the way that covid's making everything look so like would you want to move out for school it's tricky because i feel going into a new town making new friends enjoying a new setting yeah. being close to school to have more time for school yeah. would be a good idea 
but also it would be a little more expensive than getting a car and commuting. Mm-hmm. So I'm just weighing my options for it, but if I did move out, it would be to Niagara to go to Brock University, um, which is a great school. But I don't know. I feel like I can handle it from home, but it just depends on whether I want to live that life in Niagara, mm-hmm. get away, have my own freedom for a bit, and learn to just survive on my yeah. own. Yeah, absolutely. When I was at Niagara, I lived on my own, too. Yeah. And although, like, you save a lot more money when you stay at home... Definitely. I think the one thing I really learned when I was on my own is just the experience of living on your own. Yeah, and that's um, valuable. And, because, like, I went right from high school to uh, St. Catharines when yeah. I was living. And it's crazy. They just, my parents just dropped me off and was like, okay, bye. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> like, on your own. He's kid. like, oh, oh, I'm an adult now. <laughs> you know? And yeah. you just learn to live and uh, you make mistakes along the way, but that's just part of life. It's just how you grow and experience, Definitely, right? Yeah. But after that year, I kind of learned from it, you know? I yeah, learned how I can be on my own. Yeah. Um, and I think it's I think it's a great learning experience to be oh, living definitely. on your own. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, I feel like I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But you never know what's going to happen when you do move out, right? Because a lot of times you're not going to notice something's wrong until it's a pretty big problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm still debating. But my thing is if I stayed at home... I'd probably be more inclined to do online classes yeah. to save myself a trip from commuting to school every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can handle that. I can do online classes pretty well most of the time, but mm-hmm. if I'm tired, I don't sleep right, distractions come up, it's pretty easy for me to just put it off. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know. I got a lot to think about with that. But even right now with COVID, right? Yeah. Online classes... Yeah. How do you feel about online classes? So far, so good. Um, I can keep up with Mohawk, no yeah. problem. I, I do a lot of that, especially in my second semester. I don't know what it was, but after midterms, I just had a big, like, you know what? <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> I'm done with this place. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I was going to school, like, once a week and do it the other three days, um, four days, whatever it would have been, however many classes I had, uh, just at home. And most of the time, it works out pretty well, especially if they have videos, lots of content set up to prepare you for that. But it's frustrating when you go in, and it's just a waste of time. Like, there was one day I went in, and there was two back-to-back classes with the same teacher, and they had to switch rooms after the first hour because we don't usually have that first one. It's three hours straight, and that was the only thing that I went into school for that day. Yeah. And I'm sitting through it for 20 minutes. We're getting into it. I don't understand what's going on because I missed the last lesson. That's my fault. Yeah. And then when I piece it all together and I look at it, I'm realizing, oh, my God, <laughs> we're doing stuff that I did first semester. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Yeah. So I was so confused. I'm, yeah. it, like, there's not even new mechanics added in on top of it. It was the exact same stuff. And it was so frustrating to have to go into school for just that so after the first hour when we switched classes i just left yeah yeah and then i'd spent 20 minutes doing the next two hours worth of uh material online when i got home and that's it 
Yeah. Sounds like good to me. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> it, 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 I, I always found like people, like, parents always say, go to school, go to school. When you're at school and you know what's going on, why why are you going to class? Yeah, that's it, it's true. a very underrated opinion. But if you're going to class sometimes during the week and then you're acing the tests, <laughs> why do we have to go, Reno? Because I need a designation <laughs> to allow me into an accounting office. That's why. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, it, it's it, it's it's crazy. Like everything with COVID, online classes, and it just came out today or a couple days ago. Uh, the Ontario Board is thinking about starting school up again in September, uh, like in class. In class, elementary schools. Oh. Um, I don't know about high schools. I think it was high school too. Um, not not colleges or universities because they're much bigger. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But high schools and uh, elementary schools. And I was just wondering, like, do you think that's a good um, option? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. So you would just have to be more – you'd rather be safe than sorry with COVID. Because you never know where you're going to get it from. You can be asymptomatic for two weeks. And it's my understanding that it's very difficult for it to spread in that period, but it still can. And even if one kid shows up to school with no symptoms and then halfway through the day he starts wheezing, the whole class is going to get it. They're going to bring yeah. it home to their families. And it's an exponential increase where 30 kids bring it to both their parents, yep. right? And then all of a sudden that's 90 people afflicted teachers their families everything yeah. it's just gonna blow up and then it's gonna put school back even more mm-hmm. so i think just as a safety protocol i think they should work around it but it's hard with grade school because you can't really do grade school online well that's the thing too my my dad teaches grade five he is a grade five elementary school teacher and he says like these kids are doing the online work oh really now is it the parents or is it the kid? So okay. that's where it's kind of tough because if they were to do like a whole semester online, yeah, do we know if it's the kid or if it's the parents? Yeah, and know? if they're actually grasping it or not, yeah. right? And I'm sure your dad can tell you that. He can walk around a class and tell you which kids are getting it, which kids need more help, and yeah. not all those kids ask for more help. Right, Absolutely. so it yep. it is good to stay in school for that reason, but I, I think they could work around it at the end of the day too. You know, make everyone wear a mask, maybe even gloves. I think it's yeah. I, I they they could they could social yeah. distance or go on on different days. You know, have shorter yeah. classes. Um, it's just it's gonna be tough. Yeah, no matter which way you do it, it's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be normal for uh, for a while now. Oh yeah, you know. I'm talking about like movie theaters, um, <laughs> like sports events, concerts, anything like that. <laughs> anything that's a big mass yeah. of people, we won't be seeing that for a while. I can't imagine how long it'll be until we get concerts again. Oh. Um, like our friends have been talking about bars and clubs a lot, and I'm like, mm, I'm that still might be like, a year away. Yeah, like yeah. it's not gonna happen. Well, did you hear about cause and effect? Yeah, yeah, that bar yeah. right around my place. Actually. It opened yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> one and then like everyone came in. Yeah. One person had COVID, and now they're shut down again. Yeah, 
And that sucks as a business. I've been reading a lot about that too, uh, even on social media, because someone I have on there works there. So I've been sharing like the bar's sanitization, what they're doing to handle it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are giving the bar a hard time. But you got to understand too, he's asymptomatic when he came in. Yep. No one can tell. So it, that's his own fault for going in there. The bar doesn't know any better. So no. it, you can't blame them for that. These security guards at the door aren't they don't know what the symptoms are yeah um for covid you know they're not trained on this right so <laughs> and they can't just stick a thermometer in every yeah, customer that yeah, comes exactly. in <laughs> that's how it's gonna spread yeah so stick your tongue out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor business is shutting down again doing some crazy sanitization yeah. stuff which is good for them they should be but it sucks that they have to miss out on i have no idea two to four weeks of business whatever yeah. period of time it is uh, that they're required to wait until they reopen again just because someone came in awaiting test results and decided, you know, I'm going to go get a drink anyway. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is it's, something. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, what are you going to do? It's just yeah. the way she goes sometimes. Yeah. Hopefully it gets better. Yeah. That's all we got to say. And I think this is the perfect time to end it. Um, we covered a lot, actually. <laughs> and uh, I went by, like, felt like just two minutes, didn't oh it? Oh, God. Yeah. I, I love doing these podcasts. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. Like, what did we talk about? Social media. Cooking. Cooking. Yeah. COVID. And school. And school. We talked about everything. It's a pretty broad um, coverage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very broad coverage. Yeah. Um, but thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. Make sure you subscribed. Um, also in apple Podcasts, i don't know about spotify but you can leave um reviews um so if you give us five stars or even if you give us one star and you leave a review we can say it on the podcast uh for future podcasts to come yeah any feedback would be much appreciated we're new to this so if you have any suggestions improvements anything you think we're doing well it would really make a huge difference with us and we would really appreciate it yeah, and I think we're going to get our Instagram page up soon, yeah. too. Uh, leave comments there. Say, hey, <laughs> maybe we'll give you a shout-out on the next podcast. Yeah. Try not to get addicted to it. Yeah, yeah. try <laughs> not to get addicted to it. Um, but for now, uh, this is Liam, and I'm Kevin, and this has been Idiot Culture Episode 2. Have a great one, everyone. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.